Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello, welcome, welcome to this week's edition of the Spurs Show. It's Mike Lee here. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Joining us on tonight's show, we have Uber agent Alex Siegel. Uh, you like that? I like. I love, that's good, I love Uber. It's an understatement. That's good, isn't it? Do you drive I, an Uber? I drive <laughs> yeah, an Uber. Uber. Yeah, he's an agent for Uber. And I'm an agent. <laughs> Just lost your license. Yeah. Yeah. He takes a, he takes Uber bookings. Uh, <laughs> takes a small percentage a off the drivers. <laughs> I've now moved over to the dark side. I love it, Uber agent. Thank you. Mike. Exactly. And music impresario. There we are. Mr. Paul Kramer. Yeah, I would drop the impresario bit as well right now. But just music? Yeah, just music. And music. Just Paul Kramer. Music. It doesn't really make much sense. Does okay, it? I'm on vibes. On vibes. There we are. Um, evening. Tonight, rather good evening, everyone. Uh, we might have another guest joining us, but he's running late. So if he shows up, I'll then introduce him. There we are. Seamless. Uh, don't forget this season, uh, Spurs Show is backed by Lab Books. Um, plenty of specials coming up. At the moment, we've got this great bet five, get £20 uh, deal. This means if you sign up and deposit just £5, Lab Books will add another £20 to your account. As a listener to this podcast, you get this by following the link at bet.spurshow.net. We'll tweet this, put it on our Facebook page as well. Also, before we get into the meat of the show, uh, don't forget the next Spurs Show Live is on Tuesday, October the 24th, with special guest Bobby Davro. All you have to do is become a Spurs Show season ticket holder, which gets yourself and a guest in for free for all these new intimate monthly shows. Go to season.spurshow.net and I can announce our next live show on November the 14th. Our special guest for that intimate show, Big Chiv, Martin Chivers. So go and get your season tickets now. It's well worth it. And we've got some absolute corkers coming up every single month. And we'll be announcing our Christmas show guests very, very soon. So gentlemen... Strangely, only one actual game of football to talk about because we uh, Theo did a, gr- a great show last week. We listened to last week's show, brilliant show. Um, we just played Applewell, so we've just got Huddersfield to talk about. Alex, did you uh, manage to watch the game on? on if, if, if for Jewish listeners on the on one of the holiest, well, the holiest 
Day in the Jewish calendar. I did. I didn't sneak it into the synagogue, but I did make it back just in time. And, and uh, I mean, what more, you know, that's normally a game off the back of a Champions League game mm. against a team who haven't played a team like us before. But, but, but on form, you know. On form. A very good start to the season. At home for them. And yeah. this could have been one of those games that we go into thinking... Lunchtime as well. Yeah. And we come out crying. And mm. from the get-go... It just was never in doubt. And, and actually, that's one of the things that I love about Poch. We don't, not as much anymore. Obviously, there's the odd one, but we don't seem to lose uh, the games we should lose anymore. You know, the Wigan mm. 1-0s uh, yeah, yeah. seem a little bit in the past for now. But yeah. um, um, what more can you say than Harry Kane? That, that second amazing. goal was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm. Exactly, Paul. I mean, what's interesting, I mean, Alex has said there, we're never in doubt, they did have moments in the game, Huddersfield, but the difference with this Spurs team now is we don't look rattled when they happen and we don't seem to concede many when, when, when teams, especially away from home, have the pressure. The very fact that this away record now, <coughs> unbelievable, best aggregate of gay, uh, uh, goals uh, for uh, in history, in the history of the Division One. Forget about Premier League since records started Division 1 now that's amazing what do you think about that resilience now when we do when a team does come at us I think it's great when the team comes at us because that's when we're at our best because we yeah. hit them on the break mm. so therefore also for Huddersfield we were the first decent team they'd yeah. come up against mm. and I just they got a wake up call mm. uh, and when a team attacks Spurs I think Spurs just come into their own and do you think, I mean, what I've been, you know, obviously we'll talk about, Alex mentioned Harry Kane, we'll talk about Harry Kane later, we'll talk about Ali, uh, Sissoko and Winks, but I mean, the, the fullbacks, Alex, uh, uh, you know, again, he, he effectively dropped Aurier, who I, I like, but you know, he's obviously yeah. rough at the edges. Well, he was suspended. Was he suspended? He, was, he got the red card against uh, against West Ham, so I think he was oh, suspended. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's, his one-game ban, yeah. Th- that was his one-game ban. So mm-hmm. sometimes it takes more than a week for it to kick in. So. Yeah, no. Okay, I, fair I enough. Think, do you know what? I, starting with Ben Davies, I, everyone, I think everyone would admit that at some point or another they've given him a little bit of flack, but to be fair, he's the, un, not you, Paul? No, I love I him. mean, uh, he's the unsung Always. hero in this team now, and, and actually Danny Rose has got to, a, a big job on his hands getting back. I saw a great tweet after the game about how Ben Davis in the dressing room googling Danny Rose which I thought was was very funny I think he's made the spot his own for now and, and actually you know he's getting forward well he's creating a lot you know I think I read somewhere that his his chances created is up there in the premiership mm. um, he's really an unsung hero somebody who causes no fuss uh, and gets on with the job and he seems like a real potch player now so Rose has got a job on his hands mm. and Trippier I mean I think that's a perfect game for Kieran Trippier. I would still put Serge into the team. I still think his pace and his take-ons are what we need, especially at Wembley. I think we do miss that. But against Huddersfield, he was fantastic. Like you know, and I like Trippier. I'm not totally sure he's he's you know our in our team one to eleven, but. I, I don't. It used to be where a player would drop out and we'd go, oh, God, can, they're playing. But now we don't have that. We don't yeah. have that at all. Well, I think Trippier got Walker out of the team last season. And it was Trippier that played in the, the, the games that mattered towards the end of the season when Walker couldn't get back in, like the London derby, the game against Man United as well. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, with, with uh, Danny Rose, if Man City came in with a stupid offer for him, I would take it. Because mm. then we can go off and get... Sessignon from Fulham 
and bring him and in. And we'll be fine. Yeah, and Walker Peters has done a fantastic job since. Uh, I know he had a little yeah. brief cameo at the end of the game, but yeah. he's done a fantastic job. And, and so, I don't know. I, I, for me, I think I would, I would always play Davies and Aurea, but Trippier is a, is a great alternative for sure. Joining uh, us in the hot seat, a hot seat, hot seat, rushing in from the tube, a beautiful man of JW3, Raymond Simonson joins us. Evening, lovely you well? journey, lovely journey. Well, obviously, we were, <laughs> we've just literally started talking about the Huddersfield game, and I know you get, get your breath, take, take your jacket off, but my, my thought was, well, we're going to discuss individual players, but Raymond, do you think, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I don't know if you, you saw the game on the weekend, but the pundits, the way they talk about, they talk very favourably about Huddersfield, they talk about Harry Kane, uh, Ali, all this and stuff, but do you think the team as a whole is getting the credit it should be getting from pundits? C- completely agree. Um, we don't. Simple mm. as that. They, uh, you know, that ch- that cheeky comment about uh, being just the Harry Kane team. Well, that was um, Pep Guardiola for that, those of you who missed that. Uh, uh, that that uh, the Harry it was the Ben team. Davis goal that was yeah. that that passing for that Ben mm. Davis goal. One yeah. touch. Involved, I think I was the only person not involved in that one. Actually, <laughs> and, and, I, and I was trying. I was kicking the sofa. Um, we have become a more rounded team. Mm. Um, Garth Crooks wrote a piece. I think it was today about you know. Becoming playing a bit like Real Madrid, but I don't say things like that. But there's something about the style we're playing which is exciting to watch, which we don't get in the first few games of the season. Mm. Um, but we're starting to play much more like a team, and we're not a one man team. The thing at about all. that, it's not just about being a one man team, we're not a one man squad. You know, you can bring in Winks, you can bring in. I know I've been Sissoko's biggest critic, but no, he is haven't. coming in and uh, <laughs> he is coming in and doing a job. You can bring in the fullbacks, you, you know, I, I think you can bring in Sonny. And, and they don't seem that worried. You know, you could bring, well, listen, Wanyama, Dembele, you know, we've still got players to come back. What, what's interesting, sorry, Paul, I'm going to butt in there. And we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk about Sissoko a little bit later. But when in the past, last season and this season, when, when a player is kind of, not having a stinker, but Ali not really getting involved, Sissoko, it, it, it was almost like the other, it doesn't matter, years gone by, if someone in the middle of the pitch was having a stinker, We'd lose the game. We'd absolutely lose the game. We'd get overrun in midfield or something like happened. that. That you know, we talked about resilience, but it's more it's than it's absolutely that. gelling now, isn't yeah. it? I think I know. I've said the, this. the togetherness, everything yeah. about it. I, I remember sitting in this seat last season saying one of the beautiful things to watch, and one thing I show my my boy, my nine year old, is look at the camaraderie between them. Mm. Look at them. Don't, don't leave aside the silly handshakes. Ever actually, when one of them scores a goal. 11 players mm. and sometimes the subs and the manager are celebrating yeah. when one of them makes a mistake I love it when you see you know Ozu and Sanchez having a go at well, each other yeah, for, those you don't, you don't, for those you don't live in London there's a big <laughs> thing in today's London Evening Standard about Arsenal players not happy with Ozil and Sanchez who aren't going to like team media commitments just not bombing to go and how there's infighting within the players <laughs> wonderful what a shame I actually to go and get it but I mean but it's true that <laughs> the, the spirit the, the, the is so much so yeah. much better plus Pochettino at the end of a game giving them all a hug every player mm. yeah. yeah and and I know you know one of my favourite players players to watch just just for the enjoyment is is Son because what you get there is the sheer enjoyment of a game which you normally see on the on the, say the school playground you know when you're playing with your mates but in the Premier League you just don't see it that much and he seems to just enjoy it and around him they enjoy themselves mm. do you um, think if we weren't playing at Wembley this season we would have won the league or do you think still definitely well, I think Gary Neville said at the weekend he said if you took the home form of last season and the away form of this season we'd win I mean, mm. we're at that point now typical, where we're one step <laughs> yeah it, but that's Spurs Spurs is typical yeah. you know this season I'm sure we'll have a great away record home who knows 
let's hope for the first season in the new stadium it gears up to both gelling. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's weird because a lot of the pitches... um, away from home are the same size as Wembley it's just there's more atmosphere at mm. these games and it seems like it G's up our team even more and, and um, they do they look like they're in it together they look like they want to win and it looks like it doesn't matter which 11 gets put out and which subs come on they're going to do it for the team you know I think that's the most important thing it'll be lovely uh, Paul to, to go to the Emirates this season Stamford Bridge particularly uh, Man City again Old Trafford again and, and turn these teams over yeah well Carl Walker's just won at Stamford Bridge for the first time so there's no reason why yeah. we can't <laughs> um, and there's still 93 points to play for so <laughs> you know it's only October the whatever so yeah you've got some you've got some points you want to make I've got, got loads of points look at that. no I've just got the, 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 you, look at the, the, the drawings there have to out numbers my goodness well, num- num- wait what we're going to do numbers, numbers one to at ten at least one of us does what's, the research what's your point number seven then it's the whole formation going on in this piece of paper Point number seven is that seven of England's England's last nine goals have been assisted or scored by Spurs players. We talk about England, obviously, wonderful news that Harry Winks, who's only 21, is called up uh, today for the senior squad, which sort of sums up, and there is a stat there, and I don't know what it is, if you look at England players who made their debut, it's, I don't know, it's something like 80% have been coached by Pochettino. 20 in all, the number 20. Number 20 players made their debut. Well, Poch has been the greatest thing for English football, you know. Um, I mean, I'm, a, I'm probably a bit biased, but I think Harry Winks deserves it. I think he's Absolutely. when he comes in, he, he's, he never has a bad game. You know, doesn't I hope, get the ball away, does he? Doesn't it? get the ball doesn't. away. I hope he starts against Bournemouth. And I think that he, if he has a, a great season, I mean, it all depends on what Dembele and Wanyama do fitness-wise, but if he has a great season, he could go to the World Cup. There's no reason why he couldn't. Very true. You know. A year, a year ago maybe a bit more he could have been a, say a Tom Carroll or one of these other we had yeah. these lovely young English midfielders that, that they've played on. a game or two and yeah. we thought well they could be good and they end up kind of not making mm. it and you say good luck to them and you hope they do well at a Swansea or whatever um, but Winks looks the business and that game against West Ham last season mm. where you know he scored, he scored. the goal yeah. but also he really was the match winner of that game he took that game yeah. by the scruff of his neck for such a young lad good luck to him and that's mm. why I trust Potch you know when people shout out for Edwards and, and, and players like that you know, if he doesn't think Edwards is ready, He's not ready. I trust him. I have to yeah. trust him. And, you know, I, I read a few of these, uh, you know, tweets by people that watch the youth games and they all agree with Poch that he's not quite, mm. uh, you know, um, physical, you know, physical, physicality wise, that he's not quite there yet. Mm. So y- when he, when he's ready, he'll, he'll be in. But, um, Poch has done amazing with, with Harry. Well, let's, let's talk about some individual players, uh, after the short break. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back. We're back in the room. Right, let's look. Everyone's been talking about him, all the papers, all the pundits, but you know, let's talk about him from a proper fan perspective. Harry Kane. I mean, obviously you touched earlier about the well, sorry, Roby's about that one well, one of you did the wonderful second goal. Uh even the first goal was great, hit the post again. Can you remember, Paul? Let's start with you, Paul. Probably looking at briefly, not briefly, quite, you're quite clearly the oldest person here by a, by a country mile. Uh, I was born at a very young age. <laughs> it's just, to be honest, it's just what being a Spurs fan does to you. We all look a lot older than we really are. Yeah. I, I am the oldest one but here. Can you I, I remember? Will admit it. Can okay. you remember a, a, a striker or even a player at Spurs who has had this much impact on a team and a feeling amongst the fans? Like Harry Kane. Uh, only when Gaza carried us through that FA Cup right, season. Okay. That's the only time I can compare that to where, where he solely mm. got us all the 
all the way to the cup final. But he didn't come from nowhere, though. He, no, he, he came had from Newcastle. Newcastle. Which is twins with nowhere. It's slightly different, yeah. isn't it? Just it's to the left of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, but it's slightly different. You know, he's going to come here, Man United, we wanted him. He already had a bit of a reputation. Kane had no reputation when he got into that team. He'd been on loan in so many places. Famously got sent off for Orient against Huddersfield he goes when he was 17. <laughs> what, Harry me, Kane. Yeah. One season wonder. He goes yeah. out on loan. For me... I know different positions and I don't know if you can really compare them, but it really is just, you know, Ledley King's the only other one that I, I can mm. really think of who, who came, made his debut and, and that was it. Never let that position go. Started midfield, came back. You know, people, people have been saying about how he's nearly at Bale levels. I mean, Bale didn't do for us what Harry Kane does for us. Well, like, it took him longer. Took him longer. And also, Har- Gareth Bale is one of the greatest players I've ever seen in a Spurs shirt. He's incredible. Hopefully injured. Hopefully injured. From Hopefully injured. Ah. We wish him a, a quick weeks. recovery, but, but not until just, just the you know, second of November. <laughs> the great players always put out of international duties. Bale for Wales. Fabian mm. Delph for, uh, for Manchester, <laughs> for England. Um, but I think Bale was incredible he did drag us through we were a bit of a one team wonder with you know one player wonder with with Bale but he doesn't he didn't create what Harry Kane created I mean he's Bale did score a lot of last minute winners kind of late winners and did get us a lot of points he turned games but he didn't go and defend corners like Harry Kane goes and defends corners he didn't carry the team in the same way that Harry Kane Kane is pretty much captain on the pitch Mm. you know Lloris is there but I think Kane leads by example and you know he, he is the top standard in every single way and players have to look at that and go that's what I need to do to be at But Raymond level. we've seen great strikers at Spurs I mean again off the, well depending on your age Greaves, Smith Chivers Klinsman Lineker you know we've uh, seen Raziak <laughs> Raziak yeah <laughs> Andy Booth we've seen some, we've seen some great strikers yeah. but and I've been going since the early 70s I can't remember a striker who is a scoring so many goals so quickly, winning games, his all-round players there, yeah, and obviously he's one of his own, which which, which helps, you know. We, please God, yeah. he's going to stay with us for a long, long time. Look, but, I, I had a couple of thoughts about him. I mean, I've been going since the late seventies to watch Spurs, and I used to go with my my late father, and he. Uh, would always talk about Jimmy Greaves and he'd mm. say, the mm. thing about Jimmy Greaves was he might do nothing mm. for 87 yeah. minutes in a match and still score two goals in the game. Yeah. You can't say that about Kane. Mm. He does something through the whole match. He's mm. giving, he's getting, he's holding the ball up, he's causing trouble and he's scoring goals and he's getting assists. And the other thought about him is, I, I grew up reading uh, Tiger and Roy the Rovers, mm. those classic uh, comics where... As a boy, as an eight-year-old, as a nine-year-old, there was always some character who was basically what Harry Kane is. This yeah, yeah. boy, local boy, yeah. you know, who's got some boy kind race. of magic boots, yeah. you know, who plays for his home club, who is, seems to be a model professional. Mm. He seems to be perfect in front of the camera. He'll be, you know, he helps old ladies across the road, no mm. doubt. You know, he's that kind of person who normally was in the comic books. And yeah. really, all of our football heroes were flawed, the, the gazers of this world and others. Mm. And Kane at the moment seems to be the comic book mm. uh, football hero. And I'm, I'm really glad that my son and, and his friends really look up to Harry Kane. Yes, right? He's one I'm quite happy for them yeah. to have as mm. uh, the poster on his wall. We're very lucky. Uh, Stephen Gerrard said today that he wished Kane played for Liverpool. I mean, yeah. I mean Kane could have played for any, anyone. It just so happens that he plays for Tottenham. And, and yeah. we're very, very lucky. You know, we have to do everything. I mean, how can you even sell him at any point? Do, I mean, do, you, do you, gentlemen, do you agree with this thing that Potts is doing when we're winning a game, taking off with 10 minutes to go? Not if you've put money on him to score a No. Three times. No, I, 100%, I think we should be doing that. I think, you know, he, he has got burnout in previous seasons at points. And I think that, you know, we need to keep... We've got a, a huge 
we've got huge games to come. You know, the next six or seven games are massive. And, and you know, we're winning 3-0 against Huddersfield. Yeah, you take him off for 10 minutes to go. Mm. Uh, and all this stuff about how many goals could he score? Well, yeah, but it's not about that. It, at the end of the day, it is about the team mm. and making sure that everyone's in peak condition. So I, I, I think so. The nice thing about coming off early on Saturday was the, the standing ovation yeah. he got from the Huddersfield the whole ground. Yeah. How, often, how often do you see that now in modern football? Those, those, how uh, often? Those September, those September stats... Right. Yeah. I mean, and you compared it to the the only two, if I remember rightly, the only other, you know, Messi and Ronaldo have mm. both scored thirteen in a in a in a calendar month. Mm. Neither of them have done that in the last five or six years. Mm. Right. For Kane to have scored that many goals, and and that classic thing of he does, he gives everyone else a head start for the whole of yeah, August, yeah, and then he goes, "Come on, in, I'm playing catch up." He's, He's got fat eleven league. goals and no penalties. And last yes, season, I think right. he'd had four penalties right. by the time he'd scored. I think goal. he's. Incredible. I think he's only about seven or eight goals away from beating Shearer's record of goals in a calendar year. Yeah. I think. I think he's on like thirty-seven, thirty-eight, and Shearer was about forty-five. Well, it's twenty-seven in the year and thirty-six oh, for Shearer. Now, it's funny you mention Alan yeah. Shearer because he he uh, he was going to come up in this next conversation. We're going to well, have as a guest, is about, he? yeah, yeah. Shall I move up a bit? Shearer. Um, um, because Shearer came out at the weekend to, you know, give Deli Alley a bit of a coating mm, yeah. for the dives from a player who I remember his last game for England dived in the box from memory. Um, Deli Alley, three years younger than Harry Kane. We all know an amazing talent, a player that, again, no one saw going straight into the Spurs team from MK Dons from two divisions below. An England international, another, uh, an amazing young man. Well, you know, and Theo, on the show last week, Theo touched upon the point that he's not firing yet. He's not quite there yet. yet. Well, what are your thoughts on that? I'll, I'll cool. just say he's not firing yet, yet he's our second top goal scorer <laughs> behind Harry. Mm. He's got two or three assists already this season. And I'd rather have a not firing Deli Alley than a fully fit player from any other team. And he remains my favourite player. And he just needs to be coached and hugged and loved he's, he's, he basically, he's basically loved. Your, I know why he's your favourite player though because uh, you he's came, coach Adeli yeah, because you came out with the gag coach Adeli no, no, <laughs> no, that's no, basically no. why no, yeah. my, no, my, no, no my new one is don't dilly dally Deli when he holds on to the ball too yeah. long which he's been doing a lot of recently yeah. so there's, I think that's his <laughs> dally Deli I think that's his only problem at the moment is um, he's just lacking in a bit of patience I think he's he's aware that that I mean, look, you say he's the second highest goal scorer. There is only two or three goals. He's not three. quite three. He's not, you know, quite there yet. And I think what he does is he goes, oh my God, I need to, I need yeah. to score goals. And you can see it sometimes when other Forcing players score. Bit, when other players score and he's not been involved in the move, he's a bit like, oh. And, and um, <laughs> I think it's just, he's not being very patient at the moment. He mm. wants it all very quickly and if he can just relax mm. it will come back can yeah. I just say one more thing he's 21 yeah, well, I've got a 21, 21 year old who won't get out of bed before <laughs> 4 o'clock in the afternoon okay he, he won't even go to the kosher deli for you let alone play like one <laughs> no I think um, he looks a little bit frustrated and I, so I, th- I think you're right what you said um, I think he does look a little bit frustrated because he was really kind of sharing the headlines last season and at the moment it, it, it's not about him and he's got that little bit of ego which we quite like he's got a little bit of arrogance which we don't mind 
Wayne. He's the player that Jack Wilshere every night before he goes to bed prays to God that he might be, and the player that you know that Arsenal thought he was. But he really is the real deal. If he has, a, if it takes him a few games before he hits his stride, just think what the second half of the season is going to be like. But you mentioned mm-hmm. Jimmy Grews before about doing nothing for eighty-seven minutes yeah, and scoring correct. two. That's not Kane, but that is dead. That is definitely <laughs> yeah. dead. And sadly, yeah. even if he's not firing. You play him. Whereas, whereas Sissoko did nothing for a season and a bit, and then he's done a couple of things. But I think so, we don't it? see a lot of what Delhi does, which is all those runs off the ball. Yes, he does. He does. Or when you're there, he does. They're marking him tighter. Uh, yes. Teams are marking him tighter, and that and does people rise up his ass and give him little kicks because they want him to, to sort of retaliate. And he's protecting. Way. He's not yeah. getting enough protection from the referees, yeah. I don't think. But I, I agree, Paul. I'd, I'd keep a sort of half informed Delhi out on that pitch every single time. Because again, he's one of the players we've got who can turn a game from nothing I know it and sounds- burst in the box sort of Brian Robson-like and put the ball on it. I know it sounds silly. Sometimes we drop Ericsson a bit deeper to create more. Maybe it's worth sometimes dropping Delhi a little bit deeper. I know he won't get the goals at that point, mm. but he has he does he does yeah. play there. Yeah. And it might be he'll get more time on the ball. It's interesting you make the Ericsson point. I was saying to someone the other day that what we're saying now about Ali, he hasn't quite started well. Last season Ericsson for the first six games, eight games, I was so frustrated. I don't know yeah. if we can cast our minds back that long, yeah. but Ericsson looked quite poor. For all the talent he's got, he was not doing it. And just as fans were starting to get a little bit, they weren't saying it out loud, but to each other, really starting to get frustrated, he hit form and he was, he became really one of our most critical players last yeah. season. Ali will be the same. He yeah. had the mm. summer off last yeah. yeah, when the other True. players had been True. at the tournament, so you would have thought Ericsson would be the one who would hit yeah. the ground running, highest and he, and he goal, didn't. Highest Danish goal yeah. scorer now, now, all time. He's now bringing home the base. Talk about somebody who doesn't get the credit they deserve. <clears throat> Christian Eriksen is that mm, player yeah. for sure. It doesn't matter how many times um, the Optus stats can tell you how good he is. Nobody will talk about him outside of outside mm, of Tottenham, agree. like you know. And and it's all about Ozil and Sanchez and everyone. Eriksen never makes a fuss. He could go to Barcelona. Like, no one. He mm, never makes a mm. fuss. And, and I think he's the one that deserves a lot of credit. Mm. I, I know I came in when you were you were uh, maybe talking you talking about you <laughs> yeah talking about how wonderful I am so so thank you and a happy new year to you all um, but um, have we uh, if, if you talk about sort of un- players that don't get the credit I've been so impressed with Ben Davis so mm. I don't we sort of touched the earlier. we talked yeah. about the fullbacks he has been more about Trippier he has been but, yeah. but Trippier we all said and maybe it's that classic thing mm. football fans do once we knew that Carl Walker was going we all went ah we don't even need him we've got mm. Trippier so we, mm. but Ben Davis we were all saying come on Danny Rose, I'm going to stop saying Broadway. I've been told to give up on trying to get everyone to call him Broadway, so I've yeah. given up. Um, so we've all at the beginning of the season. When's Danny Rose? Actually, at the moment, Ben Davis has been having a stormer. And the last few games, you've probably got the stats. He's had a few assists. <laughs> He's got a couple of goals and a few three assists or something. Yeah, give us one of your top ten facts you got oh, there. Paul. Give me a number. Number three. <laughs> Oh, okay, number three. Like question of sports, now isn't it? Find it. <laughs> it's, after, it's after two. <laughs> uh, that, Paul, that one before four. That one. Oh, no. No, give me another number. Oh, not number three. Well, basically, on Ben Davis, he's, <laughs> Danny Rose is not walking back into that team straight yeah, away. There's absolutely. No, no chance. Which, and, could you, you know. have imagined saying that six months ago? No. Right, no, Danny Rose, uh, it, yeah. really, for me, if he hadn't got injured, he was shaping up to be the yeah. player of the yeah. Premier League. Season. Definitely I thought he was, season before I thought injured. he was outstanding. Yeah. And we were desperate for him to come back. And I didn't think, I thought Davis was <laughs> decent, mm. but not as good. But there's, and, and here's something you've got to say again about Poch. Um, uh, there was a, and there's a piece in the Telegraph about this that, you know, Ben Davis has been nurtured by him, has been bought, and he gives so much credit to Poch mm. for turning him into the player. He looks like a much better player 
this season than he even did last season. But the other thing as well that's interesting is, look, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors and obviously players are frustrated when, when they don't play. But there seems to be sort of calmness. They're not outwardly looking frustrated. They seem to be biding their time. And that brings me on to a player who's been, ap- and, and rightly slated last season, Mrs. <laughs> Sissoko, who now it's coming out, Mr. Pre- oh, Mr. Mr. Preseason, you know, obviously didn't hit the ground running, wasn't even running. Um, <laughs> but the last few games, Poch has seen something. He's brought him in. He's done a job. He's been, you know, more effective coming coming in the centre. Okay, okay, admittedly didn't start this particular game, but still got in the box and scored. It, is there a player there? I mean, last year he was a liability. This year... He's not a liability. He just still doesn't actually give us anything. So whereas last year, you'd be like, if Sissoko plays, we could lose this game. This year, you kind of go, okay, he's playing. And then there's 10 others. So like, he's doing all right. Even the goal was, was a, a, only Sissoko could... I mean, was it even his goal? They gave it to him in the end. But I just think, I think, look, Sissoko, I'm happy for him to be in the... Last year, I was on this show and... I thought he was pound for pound the worst signing we've ever made in this football club's history. That's a big claim. Yeah. Big claim. We've seen some awful <laughs> players. Well, for £30 million, pounds, true, true. I, I put He's him no there. This year, I'm happy for him to be in the squad. Would I put him above Winks, Dembele, Wenyam? No, I wouldn't. But Poch sees something. And again, I trust in Poch. But it's a squad it. game because obviously Dembele, we know, is basically can't play two games. Can I just say about Dembele? One game a week. I'm right. really nervous about Dembele because they're, they're not saying much about his injury. Mm. It's a bit like Rose and Lamella where they go very quiet and yeah. I have a big worry that Dembele's done for a long time. And I worry because mm. then no one's actually bringing yeah. it up or saying anything and, well, and he, that's a big loss for us if he's, that's he's, he's pretty irreplaceable but um, and he is on, 30 years old yeah. so he's but not getting you know on the Sissoko thing I, you know been hearing a lot of pundits and reading a lot in the last week about oh he's a, he's a, he's, you know, he's a new player this season look how great he is and, and I'm not one who would want to bag on a player and I like to give him a chance but you know what the Swansea game I was at the Swansea I mean I you know mm. never miss a home game and uh, he was so so diabolical. And I, I, I had, I've got my, my sister who lives in Australia and her brother-in-law. They're leave. over here from Australia. They were so excited to see us. We've scored so many goals in September. Harry Kane scored 13. I took them to the nil-nil yeah. game mm-hmm. where they went Sissoko and they couldn't <laughs> believe what they were watching in Aspersia. And he, everyone around us was so confused by how he got on. He stayed on for about 70 odd minutes. Now, the next two games, he hasn't been bad. Right? He's had a decent game in the cup. He had a decent game against Huddersfield. Let's not get too excited. The only thing I'll say is... Just being called up to the front team. He's been called up to the front And if, if, mm. if Poch is playing him, he hasn't really been proven wrong in the plays he's, he's had faith with. And maybe he's seen something in him and can get the most out of him. And we just got to hope we can. But I don't know. I'll, he, I'll reserve judgment. He has yet to start and finish a game for Spurs. Really? And that was his first goal in, I don't know, 40-something yeah. games. And his every second touch is a tackle. That's all really? I say. Is yeah, because he's a mis- or you just made that up. No, he's every second touch because he loses the ball. Oh, I see. I'm with you. It's I not, see. It's not so interesting. It was interesting on. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it was on Match of the Day uh, or on Sky how they were. 
you know, really praising him and analysing him. And look, he draws the players away and he, you know, and playing him through the middle is better on the wing. But I just think it's kind of like if he was some new young player just starting, we'd say he's okay. But because he's this 30 million player, we're desperate to find something good about him. The other thing to say is I thought, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Dyer looked much more comfortable with Winks next to him than he did with Sissoko. With Sissoko, I thought Dyer was a bit on edge as if like he's got to cover two people. Yeah. And I don't know what, I don't know what Sissoko is going to do next. So I've got to worry about that. With Winks, you don't have to worry and I thought Dyer looked a lot more confident than he has done in the last few games playing next to Harry Winks and I'm hoping that Winks does start against Bournemouth I think he will start against Bournemouth well Bournemouth we're going to talk about in another recording which will come out next week because obviously there's an international break uh, next week's show will be a slightly shorter show looking at Bournemouth but for now gentlemen Alex Raymond and Paul thank you very much for joining us come on you Spurs come, come on you Spurs, Spurs. <laughs> This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.